to say. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, no, uh, um, uh, happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. We got... We got Hanukkah. Coming, oh, coming. today's tomorrow's the first. Tomorrow, yeah, mm. yeah. Tomorrow's the first day of Hanukkah. Yeah, it comes late this. Uh, this we year. have candles, right? Yep. Okay, we're all good. set. Here, we locked, are ready to go. Locked it and loaded. It is hard to find Hanukkah <laughs> candles. Um, it's it's better this year. It is better this year. I saw like not one but two end displays of uh, Hanukkah paraphernalia at our local Walmart. That's more than yeah. I've seen in a long time. Yeah, we even got dreidels at uh, Target. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. the little like uh, cheapo section, which was extremely anti-Semitic that they put Hanukkah stuff in the cheapo, like when you walk in the door. Okay, dollar. well, but be honest, David, would you have bought it if it wasn't there? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> know your know your customer base. Um. Yeah, I'm excited for Hanukkah. I'm excited for Christmas. I love this time of year. Like, I really. It's the holiday season. <laughs> I love I love cheesy Christmas music. I love decorating. Um, like presents are fun. I like presents too, but mostly I like the fact that I get to eat and drink whatever and as much as I want. Which is like Social I so I end up, yeah. yeah, I end up spending a lot of the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas feeling like utter dog shit. But that's <laughs> just part of the magic, you know? Yeah. It's just like, It's a state of exception. So it's good. Even if it's not always, like, feeling good, it's good that it is different. For, yeah, you know? I get to eat so. brie and pepperoni for lunch, like, yeah. every day if I want. I feel like there's a fever that's slowly building to the 24th, and then, like, around 6 p.m. on the 24th, fever breaks, and everybody's, like, fully relaxed that, like, Christmas is Christmas. And they're like, you know, I, I was in the, the supermarket today, and there was, like, an energy in the air that I, and maybe it was cause I just like came from getting the last couple of things on my shopping list for uh, family members, gifts and stuff. But like, I feel like everyone was really tense, mm, you know, yeah. but I love the weather. Like the weather at this time of year is like one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. This is where it's like a uh, cold as fuck. I don't know. Like what, what about weather right now is your favorite? I like that. It's a challenge. <laughs> like i like that every just, time you walk out the door it's yeah, like, yeah 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 you have to like use your instruments so like right now we got the internet we can figure out you know the weather and the the temperature and stuff um you need to dress appropriately and i like the challenge and uh i like uh how brisk i feel just existing outside it's like when the game mode on a video game is like cranked up to extra hard and like it just becomes like interesting in its own right to like go about going around town did any of y'all see the debates well i slept through a fair chunk of it i i was wide awake staring directly into it the entire time like it was the sun unblinking damaging it was yeah, great. Yeah, it, it, it was the best debate. I really did not think it was going to be. I'm kind of bummed I missed it because, yeah. yeah. It was actually probably, I won't say the most substantive because none of these things are like by def definition like substantive, but it was the one where like they argued the most, uh, which it was like the closest to an actual, I guess you could say, debate. It's more of an argument but, you know, like, than, than like a formal right. debate or anything. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it was. Um, PPS also kind of gave yeah. them time to debate. Like, yeah. they, like everybody yeah. was blowing through the time limits. Like, it was pretty much a free-for-all. Very rarely did somebody actually get, like, shut down by the moderators for going over time, which they, I think made it more... 
they had the most moderators and it was the least moderated, which yeah. I thought was very, there was like four people at that table doing moderating for the least amount of candidates. And yet it was the least uh, moderated debate or at least the, mo- the most loosely moderated. But yeah, there was a good moment when like Buttigieg and Warren uh, like ate each other alive, uh, yelling at each other about uh, fundraising. That was awesome. Is then Bernie could come in later and be like eighteen bucks, and he's just like, and he's just like, I'm pure and perfect. Well, and he, he ranked everybody by how many yeah. billionaires have donated to their campaign. Oh yeah, and he's yeah. like, and he's like saying, you know, like a you know, like Biden has forty four, and then Pete, like we love you. You're a very competitive guy. He said com- he called him a competitive guy, and he's like, you have a uh, thirty nine, so you're gonna get, you're getting there. You're pretty close. Yeah, you need to catch up. You need to catch said. up. Yeah. yeah, and you could like. I've seen like close-ups of like Pete Buttigieg's hands when when uh, Bernie says that to he him. He makes the Arthur fist. Yeah, he 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 looks visibly like furious. It's re- it's kind of terrifying. I would not be surprised if like I I wish that we could have more people come out who personally know him because this is a fucking psychopath. I feel like he is a bit of. We'll get into some of that later. Yeah. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about yeah. how. Pete is a psychopath. Yeah, but, I, but but there was one moment that I, I didn't see it live during the debate. I just saw a recap of it. But where the moderator said this, introduced this quote from Obama about how, oh, yeah, um, you know, uh, he, he said that the world would be so much better if all world leaders were women and that uh, the you know biggest problem with politics today is mostly old men not standing aside. And then they say, Bernie, what do you think about that? And it's like. Joe Biden is standing right fucking next to him. And this is the guy who has spent like the majority of all of the debates just like jerking it to the idea of Obama being his bestie. And And, and didn't we spend like a whole month talking about how he inappropriately touches like women and children? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe he's the person that should have this question. Maybe he's the person who that question should be directed to. Or or give it to Warren as like a total like, you know, uh, a gift. Right. Like, it's weird that like their their desire to give Warren the, you know, like the upper hand was actually overcome by their desire to, like, make Bernie seem like a like a sexist. Yeah. That needs to be asked this question to take him to task. Yeah. It's it's totally absurd. Well, basically, at the root of the question was like, do you think there's something to being fed up with or, or like if, if there's some some justification to like ageism and then you know like be also like you know you, you're a guy and like women are better right that, that, that's basically the substance of the question yeah he's like you're a 78 year old man don't you think young women should you know do the country i don't you know i it's like yeah yeah and you know what if there was a young woman who had half the progressive policies that bernie sanders yeah, does i'd it. vote for that yeah well, they're, they're, AOC's they're, too young yeah, so, yeah, right? well, like, yeah. yeah. You know, there's rashida talib and uh, uh but, but she's not, and, yeah, uh um one of them isn't born in this country oh, she can never be president yeah yeah, yeah. ilan omar yeah well, ilan omar. she was yeah. a refugee yeah, yeah. um but it got someone rule. like that became president yeah, yeah, yeah. A it's a very rule. blood and soil rule, isn't it? Well, yeah. Well, you have to think like the, at the time that the Constitution was written and that these laws and rules were written, like there was significant concern about foreign entities taking control sure. over a pre like brand new previous colonial holding. Like there, yeah. I, there. I think there are good reasons for having it back then. Yeah, you know, I, I, I. What's interesting about that is that like you also, yeah, for the time, it's a young democracy, so that it kind of makes sense, but it also is very strange 
that they would make that requirement when you're documenting births was not like as uh, legitimate as they are now. Like, how did they prove that you were born in the United States? Well, well, I mean, like the the money, like the the upper classes certainly had documentation for like who owned what, like deeds. Yeah, I guess and, they, they have a, like the, deaths, they have a whole newspaper that's well, just have, like and who's they have, fucking like, family who bibles. And, yeah. I mean, there are all yeah, kinds well, of like yeah, record keeping yeah, mechanisms bibles, that yeah. existed back then. No, yeah. Like, did a did a fucking like a peasant in you know upstate New York have a birth certificate? No, no but right, like yeah. George Washington certainly yeah. had documentation yeah. for where he was born. Yeah, right, right. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then there was another. Wait, so, like, uh, when they were founding the country, they just assumed that only rich people would run the country? That's weird. Hmm. Only rich people were allowed to vote at that point. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You had to be uh, a landowner to vote in I most in most states. I didn't think that the United States was built on that. I thought it was built on everyone. Anyone could be president. Mm. I guess that's not true. No, wow. no, it's not. Well, it is today because we fixed all those. Right. Problems. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Totally. So it's true now. Well, yeah. Now like, it's true. Yeah. They, they. We're the most America America has ever been. Yeah. Like the uh, the 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 Declaration of Independence. You know, um, has like some really lofty ideals, like in its language, and like that's a, a hell of a document to be able to tie back your like the the concept of your nation of uh, like being founded on like the very first one is like, like one, one medium post yeah it's just basically like, you know, like, yeah just like <laughs> just like this like fuck you letter you know basically like it was the equivalent of like a uh, like a diss track you know just like against uh, the, uh, the King George uh, King yeah. George yeah if you look at the the wording in the Declaration of Independence it's like really idealism it's like pretty it's a revolutionary document yeah it's yeah. like pretty you know about a lot of the things that like we still aren't about you know but that's part of the branding it's like straight off the bat it was like this concept like was already enshrined in in this document um the united states has always had such good branding yeah we've been a country of brands from the get-go yeah definitely best flag um our flag, our flag actually kind of blows. When it was circles, it was much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I liked the, it a lot more when it was circles. Of, circle of stars. Of the stars, the yeah. Colonies, yeah. 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 Um, well, and also then you have the Gadsden flag. That rolls. Uh, <laughs> no, no step on snack. No step on snack. Um, yeah, best anthem. Uh, fucking rules. Like, America rules. Except for all the ways that it's, like, white supremacist and patriarchal and yeah you know founded on a genocide and chattel slavery for you know yeah. hundred but other than that yeah. it's pretty cool NASCAR, you know what is possibly the most freedom part of all about america what is that we have a foolproof mechanism in place to remove a corrupt and dangerous president and it works and every time we've tried it <laughs> every time we've tried yeah. it Oh, no, wait, nothing's ever happened. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the president is impeached, boys. What do you, we did it. We, we did got it. him. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> we came, we saw, we impeached him. Yeah. <laughs> and then we gave him the State of the Union. <laughs> and then we, we approved like the, the fucking <laughs> Space Force budget. <laughs> the next day. It's like like not even like 48 hours This president past. is so dangerous that he has to be removed from office. Let's give him... I don't even know a new branch of the was. military and a speech in front of the uh, Congress. Yeah, yeah, it's that's how dangerous he is. Is that he should be able to address the legislature and let's just as if he didn't have enough uh, uh, 
special forces at his disposal already. Yeah. Let's give him one that goes to space. Motherfucking yeah. space force. Yeah, it's really such a farce. Um, and I think I said this during our interview with Sean, um, where I got a little testy, but like I do understand. I I don't think that the House was wrong in in going through the impeachment because I think that it is their constitutional obligation to do yeah. that when there's evidence of wrongdoing and and they're know, just doing their jobs. They're doing their jobs, um, and they should do it. But the fact that it's like this celebratory like horseshit like nothing is going to come of this nothing is going to come of this they couldn't even get every democratic uh tulsi gabbard to, to vote for it big dick tulsi i can't believe she Present. did that dude yeah That's uh, uh, ridiculous. Uh, shout out to our uh um college friend tom mckay who uh who uh uh called that out he called that yeah, he predicted. Yeah, he tweeted. Would... He tweeted out like days before, like if I wanted, um, if I were a rep, I would uh, vote present, uh, so that Vox would have to do an explainer on me, <laughs> and then they fucking oh, did that. Yeah. And then, like Tulsi did it, and Vox made an explainer. <laughs> like, damn. Yeah. Uh, what was her complaint about it? What like it, did it? I mean, what's the deal? Like, why, why, why not try it to just like you know hold this dude accountable for his myriad of crimes? Like, if given up the opportunity like that. From what I heard, and I, I will admit to not having paid a lot of attention to it because it's fucking Tulsi Gabbard. Um, but from what I heard, she said she didn't feel like there was enough evidence to vote for impeachment, but not so little that she couldn't, that she would vote against it. Man, yeah. her opinions are know. so nuanced. Yeah, I mean, it really was just like some, I don't know, the the founder of the Tulsi Gabbard subreddit. Yeah. Uh, like threw this big like piss fit and said like she's like or they I should say I don't know their gender but um said that they were like resigning leaving the sub blah 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 and there was this meltdown on her subreddit of like massive infighting and people like standing her hard and other people like saying you know repudiating their support of her very interesting it seems such a weird thing to have be a divisive issue and it's like exclusively symbolic. Like, yeah. you know, it, it, everybody knows that this has absolutely no chance of sailing through the Senate. So it's just basically an, a, an open poll to the Democrats and the Republicans, for that matter, in the um, uh, Congress being like, do you want to be on the record as being for this type of activity? That's like obvious corruption and like, you know, et cetera. But what was getting me the entire time about the, um, the, the impeachment is like all of the things that I'm like actually incredibly mad at Trump for are like, not at all this. Yeah. Right. You know, like yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. care about this. Like, yeah. And you that's know? been the big criticism is that like, as, as David said, which I vehemently disagreed with, but like Trump is being impeached for giving bad customer service to the Ukraine, <laughs> yeah. which, which is like true in a way i think that i was unfairly uh browbeating you last time probably because i was so upset about the uk election but like that is like i understand that perspective but the fact is like there are only certain you have to be able to build up enough evidence of wrongdoing in order to go through an impeachment yeah. and an impeachment is a very resource intensive yeah. you know endeavor to go on yeah and there's nothing as far as i know unconstitutional about the president putting children in camps like 
Yeah, if we're it was, really, yeah, we we're wouldn't really have had many presidents yeah. Yeah, it's serve almost out like, their full term. It's almost like upholding the Constitution shouldn't be people's highest prerogative in government. <laughs> yeah. Or we should like add an amendment that was like kids should never like, be in cages. Yeah, just like, <laughs> like an amendment of human rights. Like, yeah, right. we, yeah. we have the Bill of Rights, right? But like you know, famously that just got completely trounced as it relates to anything related to the word terror. Like as soon as terror, the word terror is involved, well, you also or have anarchist. to be a citizen yeah. Yeah. in order yeah, yeah. to be, right. to have but, any but, of those rights. But like, even with with being a citizen, like the big thing with the Defense Authorization Act 2012 yeah. was like you know basically saying like this is now writ law, like this is the legal opinion of the executive branch that like under the pretenses of the anything involving the word terrorism, um, there's no habeas corpus, there's no um, you know due process, there's no there's it, it's completely different set of rules and. Yeah. And like that word having so no functional definition that the government's like willing to adhere to in terms of its legalistic definition is just like a coverall for a ton of stuff. So it's like the whole Bill of Rights, you know, functionally doesn't really exist anymore in terms of like law because of th- this issue. And if it ever came to anything that like threatened the state, which is to say, um, you know, national security, that is not necessarily the security of like the three of us in this room plus our immediate community and like this physical land. Like sometimes that's the security of like the nation apparatus itself. Yeah, like, no, it's, this, the, it's the security of capital yeah, and the ruling yeah, class. Yeah. That's what is, it, is behind know. national security. There was a and, case, yeah. I think it was during Occupy Wall Street or uh, shortly thereafter, maybe, and it was in Washington state. Um, I want to say maybe Seattle. But there was a young woman who was uh, who had participated in the Black Block portion of like Occupy protests, and the police entered her home and, based on evidence of reading material that she had, which was just like anarchist, lit. you know, lit. Yeah. Um, they held her for it was some absurd amount of time. Like she was going before a grand jury, um, but they held her for like months on end and Jeez. wouldn't let her go home. They weren't charging her with anything, but it was it was under the guise of the um, I think it was the author the. Uh, National Defense Authorization yes. Act. It was like yeah. the the expanse of the policing and military crossover powers. Like, yeah, it's totally different. Like, if you were a suspect of terrorism, you can be Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, you know, like we can go. And to, you will be. Like, there, you know, yeah, plenty. And like, one, the, the 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 federal government has already admitted that there are innocent people in Guantanamo Bay that they know are innocent, they know are not guilty of any kind of terrorism-inspired acts, and they will never let them go home. Yeah. And they've pretty much all but said that. Yeah. 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 And also, uh, uh, was it Brandon, Florida, just got a, a tank? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Brandon. So yeah. I actually grew up in Sefner. Uh, I didn't grow. I spent a great deal of my childhood in Sefner, Florida, which is a suburb of Brandon, which is a suburb of Tampa. And like Brandon is like it has like a mall and like a Chick-fil-A. It is not. It it is a population of 50,000 people. And there were four murders. I think that's like Troy in the last. No, no. Like but in in a couple of years. Oh. Like in the last like three years, yeah, yeah. We had, we had like, they got a tank. Yeah, it's more like tank. Latham. I would say Brandon yeah. is more Latham oh, than yeah, Troy. Okay. Yeah. Like if yeah. that makes any sense. Like it's very yeah. suburby. Yeah, it, we, I don't. For the record, I don't think Troy should have a tank either. No, well, no, no, I don't, no, no, yeah. no. I don't, I don't think really anybody should, should have tanks. I don't think should, yeah. they should have a bear cat. You know, I don't. Th- <laughs> I don't think that they should have one of those um, robotic, uh, you know, uh, tanks like little tanks. See, th- I think they should be required to only get around in segways. So that would rule. I think they, we should only have bike cops. Yeah, it's a lot harder to. Re- no offense to you, Chris, yeah, no as problem. a biker. I, yeah. I know you identify as a biker. <laughs> 
And so tell me if I say something offensive. I hope I don't. But it's so much harder to respect a cop on a bike yeah. than in like well, a fucking SUV that could and, mow down 40 people if it wanted yeah, to. So I'm about, but the worst is a Segway, which uh, is why I think they yes, should. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Also, How about bon- electric scooters? Yeah, well, see, bonus on top of that is if they're on Segways, they're on the sidewalk, and then you have to redo all the sidewalks so they can get around on their oh, Segways. Oh, rules. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, complete streets. Yeah. Huh. That is a take, man. Yeah, get cop. I love that take. All cops have to be on segways, and wow. that way you force a lot of money into wow. pedestrian infrastructure. Wow. You know, the whole thing about the segway was that um, it was part of the development project by Dean Kamen's company that does, made the segway, but it was primarily about the dynamic balancing pendulum problem of the segway and the motorized you know, feedback loops and the gyros and everything that was required to make it work so that they could have this... Uh, wheelchair right that would that, climb stairs that right? would climb ch- yeah, stairs and it could also yeah. get up uh to uh eye to eye height yeah so yeah, it would just that, like that wheelchair exists doesn't it yeah i believe yeah. so i believe so and it's I think just like it's crazy expensive. Like yeah so like and it's only gonna yeah. get better and there's gonna be like the uh what do you call it version like um the one where they took the segue remember when they took the made the segue like a decade ago and then somebody yeah. still like went down a mountain with it and died or something but uh rip do a real one they they were then were like fuck it, man, let's do it and be legends. And they made the hoverboard. <laughs> and the hoverboard yeah. was exactly a segue. They yeah. just broke the fucking handle completely off right, and said, yeah. nah, that's it. Just D- move. Go for it. Yeah, go yeah, for it. Teenagers will love yeah. this. <laughs> and like so many people bust their ass, but like... And yeah. they started exploding and yeah. like... Oh, my neighbor's house burned down from uh, oh a, a yeah, hoverboard uh, lipo charger was left plugged in. Damn. And yeah, lipo charging for like the drone world is really important because that's how you what, can what get the thing to like go fly. Lipo? Lipo. A lithium like poly- No, lithium oh, okay. polymer batteries. Oh, okay. So they're like uh, at rest 3.8 volts per cell and you can get the chemistry to be either 4.2 or 4.35. Um, and those batteries are like super lightweight and re- very high uh, levels of cycling that they can go through without like basically losing most of their uh, potency. And yeah, they're in all of our modern power electronics, like whether it be, I'm pretty sure Tesla's like this, but definitely all the drones. And when you are dealing with that much energy and like this tiny little battery, you have to be really careful about the rate you put it in, the rate you take it out, and then physical damage to it. So like um, I've had lipos go on fire. Like, I, I don't know the exact circumstance, probably getting, like, hit by a rotor or something, but, like, puncturing the physical uh, thing, just, it would engulf in flame. Because it, it reacts to oxygen, right? I yeah. like the idea of cops on segways more and more. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, like, the reason why the, the, uh, the what do you call it? Um, hoverboards. Hoverboards, as well as, like, you know, the Teslas and everything are so dangerous. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. one of the things about storing that much energy in any form, like, whether it's, like, propane or whatever, you know, it's got that, like, it's under pressure and it's, like, explosive and flammable at the same time well this is like these chemicals that if you were to cut it and you were to put it in the right situation would just <laughs> go on fire and if you if it went up in a fire it would also do that and yeah and that's another thing about um teslas and uh like electric vehicles that they never talk about is that like you have to upgrade every fire department in the country mm-hmm. yeah uh to deal with chemical fires lithium from batteries. fires yep lithium fires spe- are completely different like you yep. need power like you can't throw water on that shit i forget you, the exact chemical yeah. you're exactly right yeah there. you need like a powder suppressant and a very specific one and we don't have them all over the place so like yeah. there are plenty of times where like a electric car will go on fire and no responding 
uh, fire department can put it out. Cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Really yeah. yeah. And, and yet, for some reason, like our, our uh, EPA or the, yeah. the fucking, even the, like the Federal Highway Safety Administration. Administration. Yeah. The, uh, um, like none of, none of these agencies that oversee highways or transportation, like, are requiring like new sorts of fire suppression technologies for these cars that are like but brandon got just, a tank so yeah but brandon I got mean, a tank you know yeah. it all it all evens out in the yeah, end, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dumbass. it's freed, freed up so when, when you're talking about these tanks like one of the things that a tank one of the reasons why a tank's a tank right is because it has to have like a crew inside to like make to drive it and to like put the the shells in and everything and if you just eliminate the crew and you just automate the ability of feed to feed all everything by magazine and everything you can get tanks to be as scary but make them on the order of like instead of half a million dollars two million dollars whatever it actually costs to make a tank probably it's, like 35 it, million yeah, because you, they, they have to be built in every single yeah, congressional district you can make you can make one that costs more like four thousand dollars or five thousand dollars because we took yeah but but, like military manufacturers don't want that yeah 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 that's true no they wouldn't want to be able to sell tanks to every single american these things are these (laughs) things are scary all of a sudden the second amendment (laughs) like like, refers to tanks so i have a friend uh who's like super genius like super smart uh guy and i'm about yeah i'm right (laughs) yeah yeah, i've got many friends like that but (laughs) specifically in this way he's like an electrical engineer and he came over um this year on his new contraption where he took a a microsoft connect and it has like these two cameras so it can like see in 3d and it had the ability to track a little drone. So I flew my little tiny, like, uh, indoor drone inside the house and the gun was locked on me steady and it could see me in 3d and it could put the, 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 the reticule directly on where I was about to be oh and like God. track me. And it had, uh, or, like a Nerf gun. Yeah. A Nerf gun. And it had the, uh, ballistics, uh, targeted in. So it knew when it was going to hit pretty much, but with like a little bit of prediction because like it would take, you know, a couple, couple milliseconds to get from that, uh, the gun to the thing. And he made it so that he could fly his drone in and it would shoot him out of the sky like immediately. Oh my God. So this same guy, he went, like a no fly zone. The, for drones. He, yeah. He, he's super dope. <laughs> he's like not into, um, you know, like war. Right. He's not pro-war, but he's got this type of mind that's, like, very useful. And for war. For, for this kind of thing, yeah. yeah. And so he made, a, 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 at a hackathon at downtown, he did a cell phone tower data streaming uh, remote control car. And he could log onto a computer, and he had the camera on the remote control car, and he'd be able to drive the remote control car through a city and have it beam the camera feed and everything and, and take the, the controls and, like, operate remotely um, over, you know, an HTML un- interface. So he could be anywhere logging into this website with the right credentials and, like, control this robot. What? And That seems dangerous. Then he, he took the same thing and put it on a uh, Hot Wheels car. <laughs> and the Hot Wheels car had, like, a payload. It could carry around, like, 50 to 75 pounds easy. 
On a and Hot like, Wheels on a, car? What? 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 No, yeah, yeah, Power Wheels. Power Wheels. Oh, okay. Power oh, wheels. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, power okay. Wheels. Power oh, Wheels car. Right. So he got a secondhand Power Wheels car for like 50 bucks. And he... I had one of those when I was a yeah, kid. I had yeah. the Barbie Corvette. Yeah. And he, yeah. And he nah, made like... Those a, are so cool. He made a linkage for the, 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 steering, the, the wheel? steering. And so he now could drive around this thing <laughs> that had like a four, 30 or 40 pay- payload. And then I'm I would never there. go to the grocery store again. I would just send my... Yeah. Your robot. My Barbie corvette yeah and my my totally like destroyed unethical mind sees this targeting like auto turret gun that was actually built on a series of 3d mill lathes so it was like super beefy and could totally hold like an actual gun and like not and stabilize it and then i see this this (laughs) remote control tank thing that like can hold that yeah and like mount right on it and i'm like this is this is insane, Drew. Like, you have the ability, and this stuff is cheap. Like, you, you could make these for, like, $5,000. Like, yeah. maybe we should put this on the Patreon or something, because, like, I don't want to get, you know, like, <laughs> no, yeah, 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 allegedly, yeah. hypothetically, never would suggest anything. But this type of technology is, like, around the corner, and I, so I've been, you know, doing the sin of game in this, the holiest time of year. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I've been Games-mas. playing... Merry Games, Miss. Yeah, everybody. Uh, but yeah, I've been playing this game. Call of Duty has one of these little micro tanks that you can, like, you pull out a phone and you can, like, control it, like, in the middle of, like, this frantic firefight where everyone's, like, shooting at each other, like, you just hide in a corner. And, and then you're driving around, like, this basically power wheels with tank treads and a rotating gun, gun. on yeah. it. And, like, that technology is, like, here. Like, eventually that will be what's rolling down the street as opposed to like an actual like car sized or larger like human occupancy organized you know big freaking abrams when it comes to it we should get a lot of listeners for the new ira that will form <laughs> oh no during brexit <laughs> david allegedly uh that, that was satire that i just did satire. i just did oh, a, satire. Was a satire a lot of people have did. been telling me who are more privy to the situation that they're actually hopeful of like a you know northern you ireland get irish reunification yeah, yeah. it might actually yeah. happen yeah. oh it, it's certainly more likely mo- than it would have been if so if thank you brexit tories hadn't won right yeah it's, it's a christmas miracle so we can still win this thing we can you still know, win this thing a better world is possible yeah so david here's a little bit more listeners uh know that i'm a bit naive and I like that about myself. I like, I like to, it too. I like to be innocent. I like to not assume the worst in things and people and hope that, you know. But it, it, this is combined with my extreme cynicism. So, as always, I'm a person yeah. of dualities. Yeah, Bipolar, luck. bisexual, <laughs> by golly, I'm having a good time. Um, but so David gets this text message that's like, hey, babe, are you going to be in Fort Lauderdale this weekend? Blah, blah, blah. Like. Uh, my, my my phone number is still a Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood, Florida area code. So Correct. That's yes. why. Yeah. And he's like, I am getting catfished. And I was like, that looks like just a wrong number. What do you mean? Why do you assume that it's? And he's like, well, because it uses Jen, the most like common women's name. And he's like, just read it. And I'm like, I think it's just a wrong number. So he says, sorry, wrong number. And long story short, he's getting catfished. This this lady <laughs> just sent, uh, this person, this catfisher, just sent him a picture with, like, a woman's breast exposed. Yeah. And now, here I am, once again, egg on my face. Yeah. But you know what? I would still 
I wouldn't trade it. I would still rather assume the best in people. The, most of the time. What what gave it away is that I I said um that hi I'm I, I'm actually in upstate New York. I hope you have a good yeah. time with whoever. I hope you find whoever you're looking for. Yeah. Like uh have a good time without them anyway and they're like well i suppose this could be fun right things happen for a reason anyway this is me lol i'm pretty tipsy not sorry about that about it just broke up with my ex and yeah and it's like a like a young lady with her titty out and then i i ignored it and then like five minutes later it's just around with a bunch of question marks did she respond to any of your uh questions or statements like directly like non-algorithmically no no no, no yeah i don't think it's an algorithm I, I think it's like someone that probably has a script that they probably copy and paste from yeah but, the, so right yeah. now i'm thinking sorry the cops just came to the door asking about my and now we have to fill in the blank oh I think you should just tell her you're getting down with your, with your boyfriend this weekend, and you don't have time. <laughs> yeah, but that's you just over. I want to. I want to drag. I want to like make some right, sort yeah. of fantastic story. But we're yeah. podcasting, David. We don't have time for this shit. <laughs> well, I well, I, I, I can put it on the back burner. We yeah, take yeah. breaks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a fun well, ad libs. Yeah. Sorry, okay. the cops just came to the door asking about my oh, noun. Uh, uh oh oh uh uh pet panther okay chris do you have one uh yeah which has uh recently gotten into a little bit of a uh you know uh cat fight with uh, a couple local uh pets okay <laughs> okay oh, okay so you're adding on in to case it okay anybody yeah. is curious if we are a uh, cat based podcast we are yeah pretty much yeah cats rule everything around me yeah cream all cats are beautiful for the kitties Okay, I'm gonna say, um, ask you about my pet panther. It ate my neighbor's potbelly pig. Ooh, the potbelly pigs are pretty big for a panther, though. I guess how, how, it depends how you. You should say micro pig. Micro yeah. pig, because those right. aren't even real. But yeah. neither is this catfisher. So. Okay, yeah, micro pig. Guinea pig. Ooh, I kind of like guinea pig. That's I, funny. I, yeah. I like micro pig. I, feel like the, I think micro pig is better. Yeah. It's more likely to be outside. Yeah. Which is your panther, unless it broke into your neighbor's house and ate their guinea pigs. Yeah. Okay. It, okay. Sorry, the cops just came to the door asking about my pet panther. It ate my neighbor's micro pig. Sent. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. All right. All right. In the meantime, let's talk about this fucking psychopath, Pete Buttigieg. Because oh he God. is so. Like, I have a lot of problems with Pete. One is that he's just kind of uncanny. Like, there's something about him that's just not quite... Like, I, I was telling David, um, I can't think of him as having a mom. Because he just seems like he was grown in a vat. And, like, raised yeah. by a robot nanny to be the the perfect president. Like, that's kind of how he... How did he develop that as a goal at, like, a young age? Like, what child is, like... I, I guess a I, fucking psychopath. I mean, a psychopathic yeah. child, like like a five year old being like, I want to control everybody. I feel like right? it's like what. Like, that's like, the other yeah. thing is that like you don't have a nuanced understanding of what the president is when you're really young. So to like the will to be president that at that age at like like very you just young want power. 
Yeah, is just like, I want to be the one in Nobody's going to tell me when bedtime is ever again. Yeah. Once I'm president. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be able to have mac and cheese whenever I want. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. If only it. we could tell the kids, like, that's just being a regular human being. Like, eventually, you're just going to be completely on your own. <laughs> and, it's, and it's both as fun and as sucky as you can imagine. Yeah, it's Just like, yeah, I can have mac and cheese whenever I want. Yeah. And I can stay up till four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. But when I do, it's usually because I'm uh, having a panic attack, mm. which literally happened to me two nights ago anyway, oh shit yeah super fun stuff yeah so david uh what is this week's i don't i like we really don't want this podcast to be like an electoral politics podcast um but this is this is really more than anything just about a crazy guy from indiana who is really interested in his online like per- he's, profile he, you might yeah. say he's extremely online in the most bizarre way you can think of. yeah yeah <clears throat> so this is in slate and it's by um Ashley Feinberg, who is who's just like a national treasure, like she does yeah. these deep dives into famous people and like what they're doing online and how it's like not quite, it's a little off. Like she did a thing a while ago that was um, uh, why the Republicans keep bringing Baron Trump, Trump's youngest son, like into politics. And it will be just, like some Democrat or just anyone will say something really innocuous about Baron and they'll... And they'll just like pile on that one person saying that they're going after a child to get to attack the president. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like Chelsea, yeah, or Melania. Yeah. Melania and Trump said, like, this is my anti bullying campaign in action is don't come after Baron. Meanwhile, right. her husband is fucking like tweeting out Greta Thunberg with, you know, demon horns on or whatever. Right, else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so the title of this in slate is Pete Buttigieg's campaign says this Wikipedia user is not Pete. So who is it? And it is um, a very, very thorough look into Pete Buttigieg's uh, Wikipedia profile, like his his page, any references to him, and these what end up being two accounts uh, that seem to be very, very interested in Pete Buttigieg, even though uh, the campaign adamantly denies that uh, any, any direct involvement, any direct involvement. Uh, but by either Pete himself or the... Despite the fact that there is proof, positive, that the the this one account did have a, at least some direct connection to his mayoral campaign. Yeah. But, but so anyway, yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. So so the um, really the, the Wikipedia user that is most important here is someone named Streeling. S-T-R-E-E-L-I-N-G. Which has since been deleted. Yeah, since this has come out. Yes. The, 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 the account's been deleted. So, you know, like, already completely innocent stuff. Yeah, very unsuspicious. And so, streeling is an old Irish word that means wandering. That it, uh, uh, comes out of James Joyce's, one of James Joyce's books. Uh, J, uh, out of Ulysses. And uh, the book that Pete says is his favorite book. And that his father uh, is a James Joyce scholar, as well as a Antonio Gramsci uh, translator. But huh. yeah, no, so, I didn't know that about yeah. Gramsci. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> really, really. Uh, uh, I suddenly too bad I about... like Pete approximately point four percent more, knowing that his dad is an Antonio Gramsci. Yeah, he's a Gramsci scholar. Yeah, yeah, and, cool. and and uh, um, Harris's dad was also uh, like a jamaican marxist 
That's pretty cool. Man, these failed children. God, live up to your parents. Yeah, Shuja, Shuja Hader has a really great article <laughs> called The Centrist Child Syndrome. Uh, that is about Oof. how both of those people like had Marxist professor parents and ended up being neoliberal shills. Very interesting. But anyway, um, so basically the thing is, sorry, basically the thing is that Streeling and a couple other edits to Wikipedia have been going on since at least like 2010 Mm -hmm. uh, that follow Mayor Pete very, very closely before he was mayor uh, and like change like days after Pete like achieves something. Uh, and sometimes, like like a fo- like the photo, like the mayoral photo, when he becomes mayor of South Bend, the photo that gets uploaded, the metadata is all intact. So it is like the preserved metadata of a professional photographer, right? Because it has like the distance from the subject to the camera, kind, oh. right? You know, like <laughs> yeah, very, yeah. very, sp- you know, like only things that like you know your your professional Nikon camera would like yeah, encode yeah. and put on, right? Um. So like even shit they're like not that. Screen grabs. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're like the, no. the ones that you bought. Right. Yeah, and it's like yeah, and they're like really, really high resolution photos that you also like. You know, you'll do like a reverse image search on Google to try to find this. They photo, don't exist anywhere else, and it doesn't exist anywhere else. And even like on the uh, at the time that the photo was uploaded, you go to on like the Wayback Machine to the um, website of South Bend, Indiana. Like wow, the, people the city did research website. on this. Ashley Feinberg she, does this. Yeah, she does for this. a living. It's this very is just cool. all Shout she does. Shout out to Ashley. Yeah, Damn. and she she you go back to the Wayback Machine and like the the website for the for South Bend, Indiana doesn't even hasn't even been updated with the new mayor. And so, Wikipedia has already been updated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so this account is also like really That's quick. Um, spends a lot of time updating notable alumni from institutions that Pete has attended. Every all the way from his high school, yeah. to Rhodes Scholars, to Oxford Rhodes Scholars, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, so t- what? So what's the watch thing, David? Like, oh yeah. What, so um, um uh, uh, fossil like the watch brand. Right? Oh, yeah, ha- yeah, yeah. has a um uh like a sub brand right called a uh, Skagen Denmark and uh it it uh um uh uh Pete's partner gave him a watch when they got married or it was engaged. like or yeah it was an engagement it was an present engagement present yeah was this Skagen Denmark watch and that gets like updated i think pretty soon after they get engaged or something and on like, the Skagen page. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like, like this this account, the... this Streeling account updates the Skagen Denmark watch <laughs> Wikipedia page. So this is very likely you're you're telling me either Mayor Pete or his partner. Or yeah, it's just gonna like, be like someone very like, very close it's to like, him. It's like their home laptop. Yeah, like, like or it's like Ch- Chasen his his partner. Uh, it's maybe like it's like Chasen's mom. Like that's that I I that's what I really hope is that it's someone's mom. mom. This is so earlier. <laughs> yeah. I said I can't imagine him having a mom because I feel like he must have been like born of a vat. But like that was when David and I were sitting, you know, today trying to figure out like who the fuck could this be. I doubt that it's. It seems it, like proud mom be behavior, Pete, but it seems like a proud mom, yeah. right? I mean, this keeps making me think about the criteria for, like, what you have to have to have a Wikipedia page. 
because like I don't really know the criteria is, but well, like I know I damn near don't the, have it. <laughs> I, I, I I actually do know the criteria to be to have your own page on Wikipedia is that you have to have three uh, references to you in like high circulating uh, publications. I believe his is, first page, Peter Buttigieg was flagged for deletion because it wasn't a prominent figure. He didn't get that last R off. He's too young. <laughs> right, yeah. And then when he tried to set up Peter, when Screeling, I shouldn't say he. I don't yeah, know, we don't Streeling. Know, it could be she. Yeah. Streeling. Um, tried to set, tried to get Peter Buttigieg to redirect to Pete Buttigieg. That was also like a whole big thing. That, because he was going right in the middle of his branding change yeah. to Pete. And there which, are like which, disagreements which is a among... thing that he does. Yeah. Where like he's tried out different iterations of his name throughout his life. He's done oh, like different pronunciations or like yeah. Different spellings. Yeah. 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 Peter, Pete. Yeah. And then like di- various different pronunciations of what he now seems to have landed on as Buttigieg. But when you're trying to become president, you have to think of these things. Colbert, Colbert. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, shit. Politics is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Representational politics is like so weird. <laughs> and like necessarily. Then you have to become a media object. Yeah. You, yeah. you have to become a, a celebrity. And like uh, people who have talked about becoming celebrities from being like normal people is like celebrity is like the brand. You know, it's like the thing that you have to like constantly be like, you know, finessing and like trying to, to make into the perfect like. I spent years working on my like, it would be like overkill to call it a brand, but yeah, like yeah. my full name is Brittany Summit Gill, but I don't go by that as my like persona. Yeah. And that's deliberate because that's a weird last name. So I go by Brittany Gill. And for a while I considered being Brit Gill, um, but I just couldn't make it stick. So yeah, you know, it is something that even like normal people, uh, because I'm extremely normal, very normal as a person, very normal. <laughs> um, you know, like everybody has to do it, but it, 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 because Pete is already so synthetic because he yeah. already just seems like a Teflon pan that like you could fry an egg in and it wouldn't stick. Like yeah. there's just nothing. He's, he's beige. Like, yeah, we should start calling him Pete Bay. <laughs> yeah, instead yeah. Mayo Pete. Mayo, yeah. yeah. So a couple other things that are just like it's in these like really weird details of like things that aren't actually aren't related to Pete that make it so obvious that it is Pete himself. Is that um like he uh a few was that uh, a few months after he updates some stuff about uh the the Obama stimulus for for whatever reason. Um, he also updates Terry Eagleton, an author, updates Terry Eagleton's page to say that he uh, was once a visiting professor at Notre Dame's English department, which is where Pete's dad worked. Uh, and then also uh, the um, the musician David Wax, he updates that musician's page and David Wax uh, um uh, sang at Pete's wedding. Went to Harvard with him too. Yeah, and and they're like and they're like basically besties, huh? Yeah, they're close personal friends, according to Wax. Yeah. Wax describes Buttigieg as one of my best friends. Yeah, or oh, sorry, oldest friends, oldest friends. Yeah, so it's just like you either have to be some weird next level uh, fanboy of the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Although this is pri- this is all prior to South Bend. This is a lot when, of this is prior to him yeah. becoming mayor. Like, like he like this started happening when he was running for um, state Indiana state treasurer. 
when mm. she also updated that page. Yeah. This account updated that How page. long was he a, a treasurer for? He didn't he win won, that election. He lost. Oh, he didn't okay. <laughs> but like, this but is the a- thing is, he's never won an election beyond mayor of South Bend. And yeah. this is somebody who is in strong contention for president of the United States. Yeah, he could like, totally like, win ma- it. Like, like mayor, <laughs> mayor Madden has gotten more votes than Mayor Pete by thousands. Yeah. Like, Mayor Pete won by, like, uh, like, like total votes cast for him is like 8,000 or something. That's wild. Yeah. Yo, this is crazy because I think this makes me think about like the DCCC and like the way that the Democratic Party apparatus, like this is a guy that was like thrust like full steam by a lot of people into like, you know, contention for the presidency. Like, can you imagine the audacity of running for president like as like Patrick Madden being like, actually, I think I can balance America's budget. (laughs) (laughs) So another, um, uh, along the same line of these uh, pages that Streeling would edit that isn't Pete Buttigieg, but is like uncannily related to Mayor Pete, is this, uh, the name, or the, the page for uh, Andre Cherney, I think is how you pronounce it, <laughs> yeah. right? Cherney, is a, is a Clinton staffer that was like, basically has had the same uh life course as pete he's like bizarro pete yeah yeah and now cherney's like left politics mostly but recently but like tweeted still that like uh mayor pete like basically an endorsement of mayor pete hmm. and uh uh and yeah so like he's been changing that guy's wikipedia page also <laughs> well and then at one point when somebody said uh this person isn't noteworthy about pete's page uh streeling this account said well what about what is it journey um, yeah. yeah what about yeah. journey like yeah. we're basically on par i mean they're basically on par <laughs> you know like it's totally totally weird and what's what's really wild and this is like the kind of mckinsey brain going on like the like the dark uh dark magic of of mckinsey consulting is uh one of the the first like seed paragraph of the pete Buttigieg wikipedia page um, is almost like directly copied and pasted from his uh, mayoral campaign website. And Streeling says in the Wikipedia talk page, which is uh, like the page that people talk about the actual entry, right? That most people don't look at on Wikipedia, but it's like right there at the top. You here. should though. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's all, it's all excellent sometimes. stuff. It's really good. Yeah. You just see like a bunch of really interesting debates about what should be included in a Wikipedia page. But um uh, in that talk page for Pete Buttigieg, he, he, Streeling itself says, like, this is too campaigny, and so other people should change it to make it more objective. And which is because like, because he copied paste from his campaign into, yeah, pretty much. But, but like, <laughs> like, could you make it a little less? And well, but, but think about like how next level ge- kind of genius that is, is like, this is obviously fake, and I'm admitting that it's fake, so you can't tell me that I'm being fake. I already know it's fake. Let's get uh, other people. Tenth dimensional. Yeah, chefs. like let's get other people to start <laughs> editing this to to so that like Streeling falls into the background, right? And it is just like the initial like instigator. But of the like page. in terms of total editors, like how many did people get into before he like ran for president? Oh, lots. There's yeah, yeah. Tons now, and now tons, tons of, of people edits. are editing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But there's also another instance on the talk page when Streeling says, uh seemingly like out of nowhere very unsuspiciously i am not affiliated with the pete Buttigieg campaign for mayor 
Yeah, just offers. <laughs> just, completely just, offers that. Just in case anybody was apropos, wondering. Apropos of nothing. Apropos I, of nothing. I am definitely not. <laughs> it's it's passing strange. To, I mean, to my many detractors, I am not. <laughs> so it would be if the campaign just came out and said like. Yes, this has this was Pete or yes, this was a person affiliated with the campaign or yes, it was a close personal friend or yes, it was his mom or anything yeah. to acknowledge these that are human beings involved in this. You know? Right. And, and like, just this like, isn't that weird. Or even if the campaign <laughs> just said something beyond like a kind of stock, like we have no affiliation. If they just said, you know what? This is really weird. We have no idea. Maybe he's or, got a weirdo stalker. Something fucking human. Just say yeah, something, yeah, something in response to this. When you're when a journalist reaches out to you and says, here's all the weird shit that I have found. Can you help explain this? And your campaign's response is just like a stalwart, like, we have no affiliation with this account. You know, Pete Buttigieg has never had a wicked blah, blah, blah. There's no, like, anything. Yeah. I mean... Well, so, so so this is where it gets weird, right? Is that... So there's... Oh, we, this we is may- where it gets weird? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. yeah bring it on. Because remember, we mentioned a second account, a yeah. second Wikipedia account, right? So this one is okay. called... Uh, Hanumang 06 something like that it's a short-lived account it uh its creation is nearly identical to the text Streeling would use in creating the Pete Buttigieg page so like uh, yeah so like uh, uh these two accounts tr- attempt to make a Pete Buttigieg page and the um the the Hanumang 061 gets deleted then Streeling later succeeds but this other non-streeling page i don't know quite how to pronounce if you google as ashley feinberg did this this name you get a college message board where in 2006 someone named nihar garg of south bend indiana posted um his aol instant messenger handle which is the same this hoang 06 and, no, you're uh, in the wish. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so they, she, Ashley reaches out to this this uh, Nihar Garg, and he takes credit for both accounts. He says that he is. He, he first takes credit yeah. for the one, yeah, and then he later takes credit for the second one as well, which is what to me made it very suspicious. Right. Yeah. Like it, she says, several emails later, also takes credit for the Streeling account, yeah. and uh, he declines to go on the record to like discuss like specifics of it including like to the degree that he's affiliate actually affiliated with any of Buttigieg's campaigns whether it's like for state treasurer or mayor or president or whatever um but she says uh when I asked the Buttigieg campaign about Garg's relationship to past campaigns someone from the campaign wrote I believe he volunteered with the treasurer's race but never in paid capacity and was not involved in the mayoral campaign that's all they say about this person. Interesting. Which is just like, we believe, maybe. I don't know. He's just like recorded every single life event of our candidate <laughs> on the world's most like prominent public and like, public <laughs> source of information. But yeah, whatever. We didn't, we never really so, actually tried to follow up with this guy so or anything. Here's, so here's the best motivation I can find for, I, I just, you know, kind of bitched about how the campaign won't just come out and say something human about it. Wikipedia does have a policy that is you know basically like a handshake it's everybody agrees to it it's not really enforced but that you don't edit articles for which you have a personal stake you don't edit articles that are about you or about you know someone or something that you're 
you know, non-binding agreement as far as the culture goes. There's no way for Wikipedia to enforce all of these accounts to make sure that it's not, you know, like 17 little interns at the, you know, Pete for mayor campaign. But, you know, so that could be a reason that nobody from the campaign is owning up to any of this um, and like distancing themselves from this garg, garge, whichever character. Um, it's, it's strange for me because I can understand the, the impulse to like, you know, you have to brand yourself, especially in the internet age. Like you have to, if you're going to become a notable figure, you kind of have to start by pretending that you already are and cultivating a sort of online like presence that convinces other people that yeah. you're notable. That's yeah. how you get there. Yeah. If you're like um, an Alexander, the great type of personality. Followers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, like this is our first millennial presidential candidate is Pete Buttigieg. So of course he's writing his own Wikipedia. Right. Page. Yeah. Of course. Like, yeah. 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 And Which of it, course he's denying it because he knows we that. We need to find these live journals. Yeah. Oh God, no, do <laughs> yeah. not. <laughs> I, I had a get Zanga, a Zanga. Yeah, no, get a Zanga. No, do not. Uh, do not do find it. his Angel Fire page somewhere <laughs> in the Wayback Machine. Get it all. What do you think Pete Buttigieg's, Pete Buttigieg's Zanga was like? I, I can't I, even. <laughs> really, Zanga was more for girls. He probably had a live journal. Yeah. Zanga was like the precursor to Tumblr because it was a lot of right. like image. It was in image heavy in my experience using it. I remember I, the girl I, I had a crush up and do a dramatic journal. I remember the girl I had a crush on in high school had a Zanga, and everyone I knew had a live journal account. So I had to go to Zanga mm-hmm. just for her because I didn't even know anyone else yeah. that had a Zanga. Tough times. Yeah. <laughs> These kids out here, these Zoomers, they don't know. They don't yeah, know they don't what know. it was like. Because every, everyone has internet. their TikToks and their snaps and they just, they have it all. Yeah, the TikToks like, and the snaps. And the you know. Instas. The kids these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that, that that's so? basically the, that's basically the whole Pete Buttigieg Wikipedia thing yeah. is that like, it seems like there's some guy that the campaign doesn't really seem very interested in that seems to be updating Every single life event of Pete Buttigieg's career that's definitely not Pete Buttigieg. In fact, it's so obvious that Streeling has said, yeah. unbidden, I'm not Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> right. So, right. Are, do either of you have uh, uh, Wikipedia pages? Have Sock you ever... puppet accounts. No, I'm not notable. No, no, of course not. There's, no. there's nothing notable How, about me. What I'm trying to imagine what would have to change in my life to suddenly have a Wikipedia account. Uh, the New York Times would have to report on you. Yeah. You'd have to so you'd have to appear in some like fairly well. That's, I'm glad you know, that'll never happen. <laughs> I, I guess I could technically qualify. You might for, be able to qualify. Yeah, I, I could qualify. Like, like I've been quoted yeah. like for like professional stuff. You, you but... have to be a, a public person. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to, to to imagine how how weird this is for somebody who like was. Per, you know from a very young age like pre-adolescent like being like i'm on this path i'm doing this thing you know what i mean like this is exactly what i would do if i was Pete Buttigieg when i was like 14 i'd be like you know trying to like make myself as no well yeah he's like imagine if you, if you had this goal for so long you at 37 which i think is how old Pete Buttigieg is is like damn it like i was really sloppy like five years ago ten years ago 
yeah, or, or, or at least like you, you don't you even like you didn't even know how much the internet how easy it would be to like figure out what you did on the internet that long or that ago you would ever make it big enough that anyone would care yeah, yeah yeah here's my hot take i think pete should just say i did it and it would be the most <laughs> charming human thing yeah. he has done so far in his campaign for president mm. and he could make jokes about it and yeah. he could be like you know i and i know you're not really supposed to do that like sorry wikipedia but you know i just i have known in my heart for most of my life that I am capable of bringing to this nation what it needs, which is <laughs> oh my which God. Is strong moral leadership and a, you know, a, a can do attitude and whatever other fucking platitudes yeah, he has to say. Your, your impersonation of uh, mayor Pete is too good. Or, 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 <laughs> or he would say something like, you know, I, I did it for the same reason that all millennials have to work hard to like mm-hmm. get a job in this economy is like promote myself from day one and that's why i will have this weird means tested thing where if you you know uh went viral if you went viral on tiktok youtube (laughs) and at least one other platform like you will get a uh tax deductible credit towards uh some vocational training to get your you get your ass off the internet and into a a real job where you make something you've worked very hard in the attention economy and i believe we should be rewarding people like you right yeah 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 get out get them out of the attention mines and into like uh you know some sort of uh uh amazon job Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Merry Christmas. What is your guys' favorite Christmas movie? Christmas Story. Straight up. Christmas Story? Yeah. That's a really good one. I know it's Chris's too. Chris, yeah. is that yours too? Yeah, it's the one that I most associate with this time of year that I enjoy. Yeah, I love A Christmas Story. <laughs> you just turn on TNT, it's on for like 24 hours straight, straight to the dome. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. It's good to have I, on in the background. Yeah, and it's just so quotable, like the whole thing. Yeah. Bumpuses! By the finger! You know, just like the way that the dad curses in Gobbledygook is just... I, I chef kiss. found the Bumpuses dogs uh, quite scary as a kid. <laughs> like they, they did are... a B&E at, on, on the family house and, and r- <laughs> rushed the dinner table. <laughs> and yeah. all of those dogs got worms. Oh, they all got worse. Right? That's the thing the mom says. Don't touch it. You'll get worse. My mom used to always say that to me, too. Yeah, my mom would say that to me, pick, too. Don't. You'll get worms. You'll get worms. Um, my favorite Christmas movie is the old school um, animation of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Mm. And I used to be able to quote the whole the whole movie as a kid and sing all the songs. I can still sing all the songs. Um, but my poor, poor mother who every year between Thanksgiving and Christmas had to watch that movie probably 30 fucking times. Like (laughs) if you've never seen it, you should, you should check it out. How the old animated version of how the Grinch stole Chris. It's so much better than the shitty Jim Carrey Grinch movie. Didn't uh, like Dr. Seuss's widow. Yeah. She uh, came out against it. Yeah. It was (laughs) like a horrifying, terrible uh, bastardization of her late husband's work. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, uh, the, uh, I know that a Christmas story house is like still standing and like, you can go to it and there's like a plaque in front of it and people take pictures of that. And there's a That'd leg really lamp. It's not a lamp. It's a major award. All right. Cause he got it through brain power. 
brain power. See, uh, he's, he's, got, he's, got, he's got powers. So, <clears throat> did you guys? Do you guys know the origin of Santa? Are you familiar with you know? Old, I've heard old things. Saint Nick. Oh, so it's like I've heard things. <laughs> the, Pontius Pilate uh, makes Jesus die, <laughs> and then uh, Santa. <laughs> So there are lots of different like origin stories for Santa Claus, but the one that we want to talk about, the the good one, the cool one, is um, Sacred Mushroom Santa. Yes, so, he's just like a wandering drug addict. Just yeah, like psychonaut. Wants to... drug addict. No, not addict. He's, <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's a psychonaut. Not... Yeah, yeah, he's a psychonaut. Yeah, yeah. So shaman this... actually, uh, which which happens uh, to be the word from I believe like the the people that live currently in Russia. Like originally, like the, the word shaman comes. From, yeah, yeah, it comes from like from, the Ural from, Valley or something. Yeah, yeah, from from their language. Uh, so yeah, the Sami people of Lapland, which is now Finland. Um, had uh, apparently shamans that were really into finding under uh, pine boughs. They'd pull them back, like this would be in the spring when the mushrooms were were happening, but they would find them under pine boughs, which is where the Christmas tree comes from. And they'd be these red and white capped mushrooms. And the mushrooms were poisonous, like, but they were highly uh, psychoactive and like caused hallucinations. And apparently, like, the whole thing about Christmas and uh, the idea of uh, this um, person coming and giving you this gift would be that the shamans would come and, like, trip on mushrooms with you and... They would enter through the chimney. Right, because because you had a snowed-in front door. Yeah. And they would, uh, you know, take this this mushroom with you and then... Well, you didn't take the mushroom. Yeah. You had to drink... You the had to pee take the pee of the shaman because or, they, or his reindeer, or his reindeer. <laughs> or his reindeer. <laughs> because the reindeer were known to be like really into eating these mushrooms. Well, and also the shaman, as told, was pulled in a sled by reindeer. Yes, like yeah. the the levels of Santa it gets to. Yeah. are pretty, pretty high. Yeah, pretty high, high levels, levels of, of Santa. Santa. <laughs> like like domesticated reindeer, basically, were like the 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 animals of all these people that um, lived in this area at the time, and like. You as the town villager would like have Santa over, and Santa would <laughs> would, would, would like basically you'd give uh, Santa you'd like piss lots in of, your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you'd give him a lot of food, so he got nice and fat. Yeah. But he dressed like the mushroom cap, you know, red which is and red white, and white, red yeah. and white. And he also became red and white because like all the poison that he was taking in by eating these mushrooms when he was like going on these trips, taking on these spiritual journeys. And, um, Better the, than the troops. Yeah. Eating all those but toxic it was, mushrooms. Yeah. It's like a sacrificial uh, body. Is, yeah. Of, yeah. Cause the level of refinement these people had was peeing it out. And somehow <laughs> the psychoactive thing like went out with your pee, but, uh, and remained intact enough to be digested by somebody who drank your pee. Um, and o- they would also be apparently, uh, chased around by whenever they peed, like the reindeer would come over and try and try like, to look drink it up. their pee yeah because i could smell the mushroom on it yeah. like that mushroom's fun it makes me feel like i'm so, flying so the which is why the reindeer fly the myth yeah. goes that it, it makes the reindeer feel like they can fly um but also when santa comes and you share this trip with him like he brings you knowledge from like your ancestors or from this other world and that is the gift that he gives is you know advice or insight or something like that into the spiritual realm or an xbox yeah (laughs) just reminding Um, you let that shit go (laughs) come back from your mushroom trip you're like 
Can't so, believe I drink that much pee. <laughs> <laughs> there are some very fascinating um, parallels, I think, with with like our sort of modern day notion of Santa Claus. So we'll include a link to the like whack ass YouTube video, and also there's a New York <laughs> Times article about it. We'll include those in the show notes if you're curious. But I think that Santa is like the uh, the trip sitter for like <laughs> yeah. for Laplanders and yeah. giving them like reindeer pee and watching yeah. them trip their balls off is a really wonderful origin story for. I, oh, I'm, Saint Nick. <laughs> I'm very anti-Santa. So I really don't like Santa. I don't think we should be lying to children. Yeah. I think it's like a, um, like a, a, a like a, a neuro, like it's a, it's a sickness that we as a culture it's like, have all decided to trick children under the age of 10 into believing that a stranger breaks into your house on a night of the year <laughs> and either gives you presents if you're good or a coal if you're bad, yeah. which when you're a poor kid just means... Well, what am I? Because I got these shitty presents. <laughs> yeah, it's, done, it's, yeah, it's a training wheels for state capitalism, right? Where yeah, you, yeah, it's just like everything about, about it. And now, of course, we've entered in the uh, the elf on a shelf, which is like it was the surveillance always about state. surveillance, <laughs> yeah. but it's increased. Like now, it's you know, because Santa Claus was always like. You better be good or you won't get any presents yeah, which from Santa. Yeah, which list are you on? It was something that parents could say <laughs> the final list, three weeks of a year to like make their children behave. Yeah. And now there's like elves with cameras and yeah yeah better not try to board a plane <laughs> santa's got you on the probably naughty list <laughs> but if santa was like a fucking trippy you know yeah. guest who helped you reconnect with your dead you know, grandma I'd feed, or something you, i'd feed him a lot too do, or, do oh and that's another thing yeah they fed him a lot that yeah. was always the thing with the shaman was can rich kids get on like the good list pre-check? <laughs> I think being rich means being born on the pre-check. Yeah, good mm. list like, pre-check. Yeah, yeah. We, instead of silver, like silver spoon or or second base or whatever. Yeah, born on third base. Is that how? It yeah, goes? third base. Yeah, right. it's like born base. fucking. You're just like you're already <laughs> born on pre-check. <laughs> anyway, I well, I thought we had switched to like bases. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, ba- the base I mean, like, analogy kind is, of is all weirdly used. Very early on in everyone's lives, they get to second base, but it's with their mom, so it doesn't count. <laughs> Ooh. David got to second base with Ooh. a fucking catfisher tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, anyway, they never, they never you, got back to me after that. M- Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, yeah. You can find us on Twitter. Ironweeds Pop. Yeah. You can find us on Instagram. Ironweeds Pop. You can support the show at patreon.com slash ironweeds. If you do that, you're so wonderful. We love you so much. And if you decide to start doing it, we get two bonus episodes a month. Send us an email at ironweedspod at gmail.com. If you have thoughts or questions or comments or Methods of accelerating the um, war on Christmas. Ooh, yes. Send us, send us your methods for, yeah, that's absolutely, because that could be a good 2020 project. Yeah. Is Is to force the contradictions of capital. Really preparing for next year's war on Christmas. Yeah. Start we now. might be able to take this fucker down. Yeah. yeah if you start I, now, <laughs> you can you can defeat the next Christmas. All right, I know yeah. my 2020 New Year's resolution. Right. Defeating Christmas. All right. <laughs> go go out there, drink Santa's piss, trip balls. Be safe. Ha- yeah. Yeah, ha- be ha- safe. Happy holiday. Happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah starting. Happy Kwanzaa. But mostly Merry Christmas. That's the only real one. Happy happy soup season. Get some, get oh, deli- yeah. drink some delicious soups. Yeah. Let's make some soup when we get home. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace.